Randy Newman's uh, 1977 album included a song entitled Short People. Maybe you remember. It was a song about prejudice from an extreme lunatic's viewpoint. <laughs> and it was actually about people who are short in stature. But today, I'd like to think about short people a little differently. Um, this month, we're, uh, we are to include a pun within our brag on Jesus talk. And basically, the whole subject and message of the sermon I have today is, is, is the pun. And here it is. The world has way too many short people. By short, I'm not talking about Brad Chase or Joe Espinoza. Uh, no, it's not about being short in stature, but in fact, these men may be some of the, the biggest, tallest men around these parts for the kingdom of God. I'm referring to a culture of people who are short, tempered, not patient with others, always in a hurry to do their well-intentioned plans. One person I'm talking about is myself, because I, I fall into that category quite a bit. I want us to look at James 1.19. And James says for us to be in a hurry in one way, and to slow down in two ways. Let's take a look at that. James 1.19. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear slow to speak, slow to anger. So James says to, to hurry in one way that we usually, or at least I am usually very slow in, and that is in my hearing. We should listen. Be ready to listen to the downcast and those who need God's love. Uh, listen to the widows and the elderly. Uh, listen to brothers and sisters in Christ that are going through troubles and, and need encouragement. So yes, <laughs> you know, look at it like this. We should not have really short ears, but big ears. Uh, to be a good listener, not ears for hearing gossip, but ears for understanding others and showing compassion and love. The world has way too many short ears and so maybe you're like me and when you grew up you really looked in the mirror and you thought wow my ears are big that is a great thing spiritually i mean when we walk down the sidewalk on main street in woodward i wish we would begin to see like a lot more people with giant spiritual ears um, and by the way we should not be prejudiced against elves no charge for that but james says we should not only be quick to hear, but also to be slow to speak. And another text that goes along with that is Proverbs 18.13. And here's what it says. If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. And have you ever watched Jeopardy on TV? Alex Trebek, of course, he always does this very thing that the text says. He gives the answer before the contestants get the question. I know Jeopardy is a bit different than what we're talking about today, but how many times has another person um, answered 
for you, uh, maybe even interrupted you and tried to finish your sentence as if they knew exactly what you were going to say. I mean, if this happens occasionally, it may be that people are just showing you that they're they're good listeners and that they're listening to what you're saying. But, but we also see another person quite often who's always interrupting, like the interrupting cow. Have, have you ever heard the knock-knock joke, the interrupting cow? I mean, it's like knock-knock, who's there? The interrupting cow. The interrupting cow, moo! The interrupting cow, moo! And, and he keeps interrupting. So, yeah, exactly. You've heard it. I know you have. But many times, I think, for someone who frequently interrupts others, quite often the problem is that, that they're just not patient. They're being short. Their heart is on a, a short leash. They're a short person. And, and you know my stance on that today is there's way too many short people in the world. We need to be a lot less short. Is that is that a double negative? A lot less short, I think so, in our in our lives. Um, you know, one thing about always being in a hurry is that we think that our agenda, our task, our our purpose for the day is more important than being good listeners. I mean, even as believers, although we may want to be on mission for Christ every minute of every day, and there's so much mission work to do um, that we have to finish people's sentences for them and hurry off to do more mission work. We've got to change the world. And, (laughs) you know, like the song, and I love this song, it's actually an interview first by Sweet Brown. Remember her a few years back? Um, she's from Oklahoma, a lovely lady. And she and they made the song out of her interview, Ain't Nobody Got Time For That. I said, oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. And then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And that's the way we feel, I think. I mean. I've just got to get out of this house and go do something else. I mean, I've spent too much time here. I'm listening to people who are telling me their problems. I'm I'm trying to be a good listener, but, you know, it's like the house is on fire. And we just run for our life to the next thing in life. And I think that's the way we feel sometimes when we're ministering to others. The elderly, of course, sometimes... They begin to think a little slower than before in life. And then there are those that need uh, ministry the most. They seem to have the most to say. Uh, But we're nervous and we're on edge and we have so much to do, right? And the irony may just be that the slowing down and being better listeners, trusting God's plan, instead of ourselves, maybe the mission, and we may be missing it every day. So in closing, uh, James also said, there's one more thing to slow down, be slow to anger, he said. So anger is, is always, it seems, on the heels of not being patient. And I think of the Israelites and uh, when Moses led them out of bondage in Egypt through through the wilderness, they were not patient to get to the promised land. And because of their impatience, 
with God, he gave them a lesson in patience, making them wait 40 years. I mean, they they began grumbling just right off the bat. And it, it continued a lot of the way. Grumbling is one of the symptoms of anger. Uh, they're related. But we live in this in the world where we're always in a hurry, don't we? We rush to Walmart only to wait in lines. We rush to the doctor where they have a room specifically named a waiting room. And, and we wait. And uh, and we have to be com- be patient with our computer that gives us all kind of headaches. Uh, we don't have time to go into that because I'm in a hurry here. <laughs> but all these times that we're waiting, we are subject. We're prone to anger, uh, uh, to be short. And, and, and you know how I feel about it. I mean, there's way too many short people in the world. But impatience and anger keeps us from a spirit of worship to God. But it also keeps us from our mission in life, the true mission. And and I think that the mission of God shows itself in the interruptions of our daily life. Uh, I mean, we can't escape from the busyness of the world, nor should we want to. I mean, God doesn't want us to be hermits. Uh, but to participate in messy relationships in a broken world. And, and the, the mission is hidden within the busyness. Father God, thank you for your word. And uh, help us, Lord, to not be all wrapped up in our own personal uh, agendas or interpretation of the mission that you have for us in life, Lord. Um, help us to to love your word and abide in your word. Let it be internalized into our lives so that we might know your will and how to to share your love with others, how to love our neighbor as ourselves. Lord. Help us to be good listeners and to do that, Father. May we abide in you and, and abide in your peace. And, uh, and may we live out our life in the spirit of worship to you. Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.